We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. 0433 98 11 16 off the temper text. I do read out all heroes and villains, so I'm happy to read this one as well. Villain, the peanut hosting on SEN right now. Uh, heroes, all the cricketers that have participated at the World Cup after cricket hubs are not seeing family for months. Uh, cheers. That's from Catter. Good on you, Catter. What a good bloke. Uh, just tuned in uh, with kids going to bed and got the take on the West Indies cricket and Aaron Rodgers. Spot on both times. Great takes. Keep them coming. Uh, and off the text as well. Uh, evening, SEN. Believe that's a poor excuse from Brendan Gale. Just a novice opinion. The stand rule aided Fords, allowing them to run around the mark and produce at a distance. That's from Shane. Uh, and this, come on, Sam, I'm going to have to turn SEN off if you keep bringing data and logic to your arguments. Aussie cricket out in semi-final or destroyed in final. Brendan Gale, Richmond to sound, starting to sound like the 90s after the 90s Hawks after their dynasty. Always love your work, Graham, in Mentone. So we'll, we'll give you both sides of the coin there, the love and the hate that comes through off the temper text. Uh, temper, uh, a mattress like no other. Uh, nothing but love from uh, for this man uh, who's been just a, an absolute joy to sit next to every game we've done of the T20 World Cup on SEN. It's been a privilege and he's been good enough to jump on again with Australia now into a semi-final 1am Friday morning against Pakistan. Uh, myself and this man, Darren Berry, will bring you all the action. Chuck, hello, mate. Good evening, Sammy. We might need a couple of coffees to keep us awake, but let's hope we've got two more games to call the Australian semi-final. Big clash now against the informed Pakistan. And then who knows? Uh, New Zealand getting through last night. Bit of a surprise. No India. New Zealand and England in uh, Group B. And, uh, well... Who knows what's going to happen now. But Thursday night or in the early hours of Friday morning, we'll get a chance to call the Australians. And, uh, mate, you, you were wrong. You wanted David Warner out. I wanted him in. <laughs> oh, uh, all right? along, I said Warner, Warner should be in, and you wanted him out. And uh, look what's happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. No, I like a little bit of revisionist history. No, I appreciate that, Chuck. Thank you. Um, hey, Chuck, if... If someone was to say to you and just stop you in the street and go, hey, um, I haven't got to see any of this World Cup. I haven't read anything. I haven't heard anything. I haven't seen anything. How have the Aussies been going? How do you answer that? Is it just as simple as, well, they're into the semi? Or is it more complicated than that? Well, I think it is a little bit more complicated, but you've got to, we've got to give credit where it's due. And, yeah. and you're right. The, the easy answer is they're into the semi-final. And if they turn it on and they make the World Cup final, well, then you, you're saying it's a big tick. But, look, we haven't been convinced, you and I, and we've called every game and watched it closely. However, the other night, uh, I thought, was by far their most comprehensive performance with bat and ball. And David Warner's return to form, and I'll stand by what I said. I was joking before. He had been horrible through the World Cup and leading in. And I'm more than happy to stand with my words that I thought on form, he was on very shaky ground. You and I called him the other night and he was very, very good. Yep. That's a very big positive for the Australians. Mitchell Marsh at number three, kick. So I think now we've got to say that their form is worthy of a semi-final berth. They come up against the unbeaten Pakistan that have a very good, well-balanced side.
Our opponents, Pakistan, Chuck, before we get back into maybe a, a little bit of tinkering that, that could or couldn't occur with the Aussies and where we think that they're looking strong uh, ahead of this semi and where we think that there might still be um, a couple of areas of yep. concern. Pakistan have been a great story in this tournament. They, uh, they're undefeated at the moment. They've finished on top of their pool and they've got two out of the top five scoring batters uh, in the competition. Uh, Baba Azam's been, he's been captaining brilliantly. Matty Hayden's obviously having a bit of an impact there uh, and, and, and they're singing his praises. Uh, how have you enjoyed uh, the return to, to the big time of, of Pakistan? They've been... Uh... They have been, I was going to say the surprise packet, but I shouldn't say that. They have been clearly the most consistent side, and they're very well balanced. I look at their team, and they've got a good blend of youth and experience. And I look at their bowling attack, Shaheen Shah Afridi, the left armour, he's a beauty, swings the new ball. So he's our version of Mitchell Stark, but probably going a bit better. They've got Hassan Ali, who's a super competitor, Hassan Ali, he's a beauty. Uh, they've got Harris Ralph, who we all know from the Big Bash, who's got pace and can hit the base of the stumps. And then two spinners that complement each other. Shadab Khan is a leg spinner, but he's got a real mystery wrong one. So he's, if you like, a poor man's um, Afghanistan spinner that I watched last night. I don't think he's quite as good, uh, but he provides a bit of spin both ways. And then Emad Wazim left arm. A slow spinner that skids them in. Their balance of the bowling is very good. They've got a good um, a balance in their batting. And I'm between a rock and a hard place. But as, as you know, I've spent a few years at the Pakistan Super League. And quite a few of the young boys that I've been involved with, Asif Ali, uh, Baba Azam, Shadab Khan, they were all in the Islamabad United teams for various times. So part of me has got my heart there. Uh, you'll never lose the fact that I hope Australia give them a bit of a shellacking on Thursday night and, and go through to the final. Wouldn't it be great, Sam, if it was Australia versus England and we get a chance to redeem ourselves because the big question mark that's hanging over Australia was our horror show against England in the round three match? Yeah, it, it certainly was. Um, and I couldn't agree with you more about Pakistan. Uh, they They come in looking really, really strong. So when it comes to Australia, Chuck, we've persisted with three pace bowlers and for some, they'll just point to, and and there was someone engaging with you and I on Twitter today saying that he he wants the three fast. He said the record speaks for itself. But again, we just, we, we, we don't always agree, but we just had this nagging thing in the back of our heads about, yeah, okay, so the wins are there and yes, you can't deny the win loss, but has the three-pace attack and just one spinner and sometimes some Glenn Maxwell, has that been a success when when you look at, okay, Hazelwood, you give a tick to. Stark's been hot and cold, but certainly since Warney gave him another spray, he's fired up as he tends to do. Pat Cummins has only taken four wickets for the tournament, an average of 30. Um, are you convinced yet that despite everybody thinking that two spinners is a necessity, Australia saying, yep. no, no, we're going to do it our way. Have they changed your mind or do you hold, still hold concerns no. in that area? I haven't changed my mind, but oh, I just want to tweak it a little bit from you. And it's only my opinion and everyone's allowed their opinions. Mm. I don't mind if they go with their three quicks. Um, that's okay. But who has been Australia's best bowler this tournament by far? Adam Zampa. 
Adam Zampa, all right, the leg spinner. And if you look at the tournament, the leading wicket takers are generally spin. I think um, Trent Bolt might have jumped up last night for New Zealand, but I think three of the top five are spin and six of the top ten have spin. I believe that Ashton Agar should be in our team. So we play three quicks and two spinners. That's the side I would play. So how do you make that work? I believe they don't need to play seven batsmen. So that's why I was saying one of the batsmen had to go. Now, they did that for one game, but they made, in in my opinion, the wrong call. They left Mitch Marsh out. When they brought Agar in, they left Marsh out. That's where I felt the tough decision should have been made to leave David Warner out and open with Matthew Wade or Marcus Stoinis. And you have six batsmen. One of those is a wicketkeeper and five frontline bowlers. I still believe that's our best chance to win the World Cup. That's not going to happen, Sam. The Aussies will now stay with Matthew Wade at number seven. I'll have six batsmen plus Wade. And then you've got Cummins and Stark at eight and nine. Long batting, you don't need that in 20 overs of cricket. I believe you need five frontline bowlers, not seven batsmen. That's where I differ a little bit from you. You're probably thinking, oh, maybe Cummins out, you know, and Agar in. Mm. Some are saying Richardson. You know, I'm saying six batsmen, five bowlers. Australia will stay the same, and they will use Mitch Marsh, who did a good job the other night, and Glenn Maxwell to make up their fifth bowler. I hope it works, and it might well work. It might well work, but I don't think that's our best team. The other, the other team that I wanted to touch on is New Zealand. Um, I, I just, it, it never ceases to amaze me with them, Chuck. And I made the point before that India, and we haven't even got enough time to go through what the fallout might be for India, and not not even getting out yeah. of the group stage. For the, I mean, this is a country that expects elite performance because yep. a lot of money goes into their program. Um, they are really the, not maybe not the pioneers, because I think it started in England, but certainly they have been uh, the champions of pushing the T20 agenda to have its prominence that it does in the world now. Uh, to not get into the knockout stages will be a source of tremendous embarrassment for them. Over almost 2 billion people, I think it is, population. New Zealand, a population of 4 million, and cricket is a long way behind rugby uh, in terms of participation and things like that. The fact that they are the number one ranked test nation in the world, they made the final of the last one day International World Cup, and now they've made the semis of the T20 World Cup. It's just phenomenal. Yep. No, you've, well, you've touched on all the points. There'll be big fallout there. Well, they've already made a change in the coach. Raul Dravid's coming in. Ravi Shastri's out. So, um, and they'll be, yeah, they won't react too well to this. To not make the semifinals is disappointing from from India for sure. New Zealand, you were referring to them, punch above their weight. They're the the one-day champions. Uh, They're in the T20 semi-final. They're the test champions. New Zealand are the great story. India's the failure. West Indies have been embarrassing, diabolical. I'll stand by it. They're undisciplined and they just, what we witnessed the other night, is still not sitting comfortably in my guts. England, no worries. Glad Australia have made it through. Pakistan have been the form team of the comp. And New Zealand have jumped into the semi-final at the expense of India. That's my analysis of the two groups. Um, if if we're to if, if Australia are to progress, 
Um, how important is Glenn Maxwell going to be? Just the, the last question, because we, we, we think we're okay now. Dave Warner's found some form. Um, Finch has been yep. in good form. Marsh is in form and has been for uh, the, the whole year of T20 cricket. Smith's made runs here and there. Maxwell, don't he hasn't batted five times. He's batted three. The other times he's been not out and hasn't faced a ball um, in the Bangladesh Correct. in his game. But he's averaging about 10 uh, in the three innings that, that he's had. Is that... Any yep. area of concern, and do you do you do you back him to turn it around? I back him. It is a concern, but Glenn Maxwell, probably a bit like Dave Warner, Maxwell hasn't had the chances at all, and he actually batted. I think that one night against England, they put him in at number. Four. Did he bat at three or four? Yep. Four, Came think. in when they were two for eight. Yep. And they also batted him. I reckon number three one night. They sent him in early in one of those earlier games. For me. Glenn Maxwell bats at number five, and him and Stoinis finish the innings with some flair and polish. He will play some horror shots. He'll let you down, but he can also, he can come out on Saturday, um, on Thursday night against Pakistan, and he's capable of making 42 of 17 balls and winning the game. He's an X factor. He's a gun fielder. He gives you the option with the ball. So for me, no question on Maxwell. I'm picking Glenn Maxwell for sure. He has to stay in the side as a potential match winner. Chuck, can't wait to do the game with you. 1 a.m. Friday morning, mate. We'll chat to you then. Thanks, Sammy. Look forward to it. I'll be there at midnight, ready to go. Beautifully done. Uh, my turn to bring the snacks. Uh, Darren Berry been absolutely on fire uh, with his Chuck Stradamus predictions. When he, when he just starts to say... Look out for this. Bet your bottom dollar that it's actually going to happen. Uh, the Chuck Stradamus has um, been in in just ripping Nick with his, uh, well, what's the, what are they called? The clairvoyance, uh, with his clairvoyant uh, predictions. Uh, we'll be back to wrap up this hour before the first serve starts at 8 o'clock with some of your text after this. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.